Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode number 8 of the Analyst Academy podcast. Today we are talking all things FIFA 22. We have been given some information with regards to Ultimate Team, Foot Champs, Rivals and we are joined by a special guest on the podcast. Rocco, how are you doing buddy? Oh, good mate, how about yourself? Doing absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having a chat with you. Uh, if you didn't know, Rocco did play in the charity match on Sunday uh, we went and played an 11v11 game. I was in goal. Rocco was on the other team. Rocco made a bet with me that he was going to be chipping me for a free copy of FIFA 22. How did that go? Well, I got played out of position. You know, I was playing centre-back. What was I supposed to do? I feel like that's some excuses. Well, it is, but, you know, I've got, I've got to make myself look all right. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you for joining us. It's greatly appreciated. For anyone who doesn't know who you are, do you want to give us a bit of a rundown about yourself, who you are in terms of what content you create, uh, all that sort of stuff? Yeah, well, so I'm, I, I'm sort of like a lockdown streamer, really. Started last year in March. Uh, we started off, you know, a lot uh, running an RTG on FIFA 20, actually. But then, because I sort of hated the gameplay so much this year, we kind of went with the pack meta. And uh, I basically, my team is basically just a player pick to glory, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, we do a lot of player picks during the day. We go through 6pm content, do a lot of share plays. Uh, run my own YouTube channel, TikTok, everything like that. Just trying to basically grow my branding, really. Yeah. In hindsight. That's mm. fine. Well, obviously, uh, for anyone that is listening, uh, you can find Rocco's socials in terms of his Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, all that sort of stuff in the uh, uh, comment section, essentially, wherever you guys are watching or listening. So, obviously, please make sure you go drop him a follow and go and check him out. In terms of gameplay, Rocco, what sort of level of ability are you? Are you going to, uh, like, you know, make make comments after I say what level of ability I am? Well, it, you can tell me. I can laugh. But really, it's only you that knows, isn't it? Well, you know, I'd say I'm a solid elite three player, you know? Yeah. Moving, moving up. Now, to be fair, I mean, I spent a lot of the year playing, like, gold one, gold one slash elite three. But now, probably, you know, realistically, I do hit elite when I play in most weekends. Most weekends, you just play for, for the content sake, don't you, really? Yeah. So, like, you know, especially with all of the um, weekend league plus and things, I spend most of my time doing the, you know, playing with the Serie A team, playing with the Premier League team. And although my teams are really good, there is, you know, you still are behind, especially when you're coming up with higher ELOs, you're playing against people and you can't defend it unless you do sort of have like the best defenders on the game when you are coming up against those top players. Yeah. So that's the only time I do really, you know, struggle in that sense. Yeah, definitely. I get that. And you did uh, have a coaching session with a certain Mr. Anless at some point this year, didn't you? Yeah, right at the start. Yeah. Was it, was it, it was this year, wasn't it? Yeah, was it right at the start or was it back end of last year? No, it was the start, wasn't it? I can't remember, to be honest. Uh, he did, yeah, he did have. A, I'm gonna go and find out now. Actually, he did have a coaching session a little while ago, um, and this is when he came to us. It was, yeah, I think maybe I think it was at the start of maybe, maybe I don't know. Yeah, because you came as a, as a gold one merchant, really, didn't you? You were trying to, uh, you were trying to get. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, believe it or not, it was December 2020. Yeah, I'd, I'd guess December, January time. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, that was when we had a uh, when we had a little coaching session uh, and moved on. And he's, I mean, we won't take the credit. Obviously, Rocco's the one that's put the hard work in, but gone on and started hitting elite on a regular, and even beat some top tier players on the way, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. we're not going into that too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, obviously, yeah. Thank you for joining us. It's greatly appreciated. So we'll roll on to it uh, and start talking about FIFA 22. Obviously, we've been given the ultimate team news yesterday at the time of recording this, with regards to. Really, in my opinion, 
wasn't that much information. I mean, they discussed the rival changes, champs changes, um, a little bit of, you know, the stadium customization stuff as they will, which obviously doesn't really bother us and what we do too much. But the rivals and champs changes was the biggest thing, right? The way I kind of took it, and I don't know if you agree, the rivals and the champs changes, it all just seems like it's a, a fresh look, but really it's very similar. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, like, obviously there was a lot of speculation, wasn't there, about, you know, the changes to uh, the amount of games played and stuff like that. And that was sort of the main information that I was looking for more than anything else. And I just don't feel like we got that at all, really. Like, I don't have any idea what's going on in that respect of um, how many games we're playing on a weekend. And yeah, I, just, I, I think you're right. I think it just does look a little bit fancy, doesn't it? But I don't think it really gives as much information on what we want, personally. Yeah, I mean, they've obviously changed like, the qualification system. And I still even think that's a little bit wishy-washy. Like, I just feel like once we get our hands on it and have a go at it, it will probably make a little bit more sense. But the way like it's worded and stuff, the way I've kind of took it is that you have five attempts to qualify in the playoffs it's called and it seems like you need to win three games or out of five or something like that i, I don't know but it, it's what it kind of seems like because they're trying to make it easier for people to get into while there's obviously now like i, I don't know if you ever knew rocker but like if you were in division six and you were trying to qualify for weekend league you get like a ridiculously low amount of points per win so to try and actually like get the 2000 champs points it is a grind like you know for, for those lower level players so I think they've tried to make that better, which makes perfect sense. But yeah, there was a lot of leakers talking about weekend league being 20 games. And that wasn't clarified. Like, yes, a leaker's a leaker. They could be wrong here and we could have all just misheard this. But like, they haven't said, they've tried to say that champs is going to be better and, you know, less time. But then the games are still the 30 games. It's still Friday to, to Monday. It all just seems like really it's... They, you know, they haven't said like about rewards. They're saying that rewards have changed, but they've not explained how. They haven't said there's a top 200 leaderboard because it kind of seems like they've taken that out in champs and they've kind of changed it over to rivals. All just kind of seemed a little bit like more more questions were had than, than kind of when we went into it, which I thought was a little bit weird for me. Eh? Yeah, I mean, as well, like, because like, obviously I was, I was chatting to my stream about it after. I was in your stream when we watched it and then I was kind of talking to my stream and they were all like, yeah, this and that. And I'm like, for myself, like obviously, I play I play the game a lot anyway, but I just feel like I'm going to be playing even more games. Yeah, and I don't I don't feel like we've been. I literally do feel like I'm going to be breathing the game more, even more so than I did this year. Yeah, and that's what they and, were trying to yeah. say, weren't they? That it was going to be less games, like, but it looks initially like it's more because even there wasn't anything in there about how you re auto auto re qualify for weekend league. So it's like, well, do we have to go through that playoff system every single week? Now, if that's the case, so be it. But they didn't say that. And then, like, I tweeted saying when they do their top bins, because EA do a top bins uh, like podcast every Friday. So can you clarify how do we auto-qualify or if we can? And apparently there is an auto-qualify, but they didn't put that in the pitch notes. Actually, yeah. So it was yeah, just it a bit... Yeah. I, think, I think a lot of people would, yeah, were just a little bit kind of confused. Now, I don't want to, like, you know, sound negative with all this because me personally i think any sort of change is probably needed like i know you kind of started playing on fifa 20 but you know we've had the same sort of system really for champs and rivals and whatnot as a whole for the last three four years so i think just a change regardless of how it goes i think is good because obviously it's just a, 
you know it just makes it look a bit fresher doesn't it you know, changes changes the look of it really for a lot of people so i think that's something that the community can look forward to is that something that you kind of like the idea of just having something a little bit different to at least put a bit of attention to yeah like uh i mean especially the rivals system i mean that that needs to go i mean on fifa 20 i didn't think it was too bad i played a lot more rivals last year i played a lot more games because there was sort of like no cap on the uh, on the amount of points that you could get each week yeah and also you know obviously a lot of the objective cards and things were done through rivals they obviously implemented that more into friendlies and things this year um but it, it just seems the fact that you know you're at the moment your foot champs points you get 400 points for a game don't you and that goes towards your rivals ranking which i i presume they tried to implement so that people didn't have to play as many rivals games to hit the higher ranks yeah but then it kind of made the game irrelevant made rivals irrelevant from monday to thursday really yeah 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 definitely I and also, it it got kind of it was a, especially before because in Division One it was a few months back it was you needed like fourteen thousand points to uh, achieve the top rank for the Mega Pack and the Ultimate Pack. I mean now it's not so bad because it's only literally twelve thousand. But back then you needed to play ten games of Rivals before even starting your Champs games in order to get enough ranking points to get rank one. So that made Thursdays hectic, Fridays then hectic, and sometimes, you know, you're not even starting your Champs games until Saturday. And then you've got... But then Monday to Wednesday, you're basically just sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Yeah, that was something that they definitely uh, definitely did get wrong last year, didn't they? And hopefully that's uh, something that they've changed. Now, there is things to say as well that this year, everyone's starting in Division 10, so you don't have your placement games. There isn't... When you finish your placement games, you don't get that initial cash boost as well. They brought that in on FIFA 21 and they've removed that already where you, you know, I think if you win five games, you would get put in Division 2. Then when you got promoted to Division 1, you would get in total 130k, I think it was, around that figure from just playing rivals and getting to that. And obviously getting into Division 1 with just a bog standard team at the, you know, day one of FIFA isn't that hard because everyone else is on, you know, those bog standard teams. So you would get this massive cash injection into your club, you know, day one, really, if you were a very good player. They've now removed that, which I think is good. I think that kind of hopefully keeps everyone a bit more earlier you know, and helps you want to grind, I suppose, over the next week or so when the game does come out. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that, especially the whole division. Everyone's starting a division 10. It's going to be horrible for the low-level players. Don't get me wrong for the first week. Like, you know, everyone's trying to make their way through to Division 1. But I'm really looking forward to that as well. You know, you're going to see, like, streamers and content creators doing, like, a, a race to Division 1, you know, from Division 10. And people will really, really be doing that. So that'll be really cool. Um, and, they've, you know, they have tried to make it so that self-relegating is now not a thing because you, you get what's called a checkpoint. So when you win a game or, you know, you win a few games, you, you reach a checkpoint. So the way I explained it is imagine you're on a single-player game, uh, you know, say a shooter game or something, and you go through some missions, you know, you kill a few people, all that sort of stuff, and then you die. You don't go back to the start of the mission completely, do you? You go back to, like, a checkpoint where, you know, you, you've kind of yeah. gone through. That's a similar thing to stop people from just keep relegating. So, you know, that, that kind of makes it a bonus for the lower-level players so they're not actually playing against people against their level uh higher than their level on, on a regular basis so i think that's a real step in the right direction and they've tried to by the looks of it make the rewards better they're doing seasonal rewards rewards for reaching certain stages the only thing that i feel like we need 
is a demonstration of this because like you know we have looked at the pitch notes and it just doesn't all really make too much sense in my opinion it hasn't been clear enough like we know at the minute every thursday we get uh you know rewards what they're saying now is that you can re redeem your rewards instantly which is really good that's great that's fantastic but then not like, the season rewards. i just feel like things could have been explained a little bit better but maybe that's just me not kind of understanding it do you think having the instant rewards because that's the same for champs as well by the way do you think having that instant rewards is a is a good thing or did you prefer the every thursday reward sort well, I think for like from a content creation point of view, it's well, it's going to be annoying for people that upload, you know, the uh, foot champ share plays on a Thursday morning, isn't it? Because that's like you know something that's been happening for well since I started playing FIFA anyway. So that that's kind of out the window there. But it kind of means like that, you know, if you if there if there is a point where you want to buy a new player for your team or something, you can then you don't have to wait for those rewards because it is a case of you finish, especially if you you know you finish to a high level and you're obviously going to get a fair fair chunk of coins back if you are finishing elite level, gold one level, anything plus there. Like you, at least you can get them early. If there's a new SBC that drops, uh, you can you know potentially do the SBC to then help you out in whatever rivals or anything like that. So I do kind of like the idea of it to be honest with you. And also, then there's not going to be massive spikes in the market in terms of you know obviously you're still going to get your weekend league sell-offs and things like that, but it's not going to be as bad as it is on a Thursday and then running up to Thursdays as well. I, I personally quite like the idea. I, it's not going to really affect me that much anyway because I don't like getting up uh, that early in the morning anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, it is honestly on a Thursday now I got, you know, I get up and I um I sit there and I will be bidding on the gold rares especially like at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And I'll be bidding on them because there's so many on the market obviously to get them cheaper to like so I can build player picks and build packs and things at a cheaper rate. So yeah, that that will uh, kind of save me on a Thursday. But you kind of like it also like for uh, content creators that are just streaming, you might get you know new people drop in the stream saying, "Oh, I've just finished my Foot Champs games. Do you want to open my red picks or whatever they actually are?" Because we don't, we haven't, it hasn't been confirmed that we're getting red picks. So I do, I do kind of think it's a bit of a positive. I quite like the the change, I, I, as you've said before, and I, I definitely agree. I like the idea of any sort of change. To be honest with you. Yeah, definitely. I think like the re rewarding you straight away is better. You know, I think that is one of the frustrating things about champs. Like, you know, you play your games, you finish your games, and then it's like, oh, I've got to wait till Thursday now to, you know, make that upgrade to my team. Especially like, you know, for someone like me, I don't want to be making a change to my team the day before the champs, you know, before that competitive game. Where, like, I need to get used to my player and that sort of thing, you know, whatever it is that you're changing. So at least yeah. that can give you a little bit more time if champs is still going to be, you know, this competitive game mode. Now, I think this is where things have changed because they haven't said whether red picks is there or rewards are there or is it monthly rewards? Is it seasonal rewards? Like, how do the big bulk of our rewards work? We know we're probably going to get packs, you know, for reaching so many wins. And it does seem like they've changed it. It's not done on a win basis now. It's done on a points basis basis in Weekend League. So the screenshot we got shown, which can, you know, subject to change. It doesn't mean that this is definite. It was plus five points for a win and plus one point for a loss. So... Even if you lose, you're still getting points to get rewards. What is it? At the minute, imagine if you only go four and twenty-six in champs, you know, four four wins, twenty-six losses, you get really bad rewards, don't you? Really? Whereas what that's saying is, even if you lose, you know, if if it's twenty games, thirty games, you're still going to get twenty, thirty points for losing a game. You know, so so maybe that makes people be rewarded for even just playing. But one thing that I'm confused about is that 
the way they're doing it, if rewards are instant, how is top 200 confirmed in champs, which it doesn't seem like it is. They've moved over to rivals. And also, does that mean that we're playing weekend league for that current team of the week? Do you know what you're getting before you play? So, you know, at the minute we play our games and then the team of the week comes out kind of later. Um, we're not going to have that. Uh, yeah, it comes out on the Wednesday. So at least now we kind of know and we're going to be able to get them straight away, which is kind of going to be um, going to be an interesting one, really. So that that seems like it could be a step in the right direction. Did you read too much into the Elite League in the Division Rivals and how that's going to play a part next year? Well, yeah, I mean, like, because that, that's very interesting for, like, like somebody of, like, my level of play. Because, you know, like, at the elite, cause elite to us now is, like, 23 wings plus. But whereas it, I, I, I sort of gained the impression, obviously there's not in, enough information to really give us it fully, but I gained the impression that it's going to be a higher standard than an elite player. Maybe it's going to be the top 200 sort of idea. But obviously it's not, again, confirmed. Um, but it, 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 they said that you have to qualify for that each month, right? Uh, so, yeah, so the way it works is... The season, so you get season rewards in Rivals as well, and that's roughly a six-week season, right? So, you know, we have our current season objectives where, like, milestones are in or something. Yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. So that will go in part. Your your Division Rivals will go in part with that. So that's about six weeks normally, give or take. So then you have a top 200 leaderboard there inside that Elite League. So if you, say, get into it within three weeks of that current season you're then in there for the rest of that three weeks you know to make the six weeks in total and you cannot get relegated from that division when the league when the you know the season resets everyone gets put back a step so say if you were in division two i would imagine you'd get relegated to the one division lower division three same for the elite league you'd get put down to division one and then you've got to make your way back into it so i don't know what their purpose is of that not being able to get relegated i suppose if you think about the checkpoint thing that they've introduced for the you know divisions in general maybe that's the same saying you know when you get to the elite league that's your checkpoint and you can't be relegated from that until the season ends um so that you know could could be quite cool for those top tier players to constantly keep practicing because that's a big thing this year there's nothing worse when you're sat on 2400 skill rating and you match someone that's just got into division one at 1900 all due respect to them it's not, a, it's not a really a game that, you know, top-tier players are going to want very often. They want to be playing each other. They want to be practicing against each other rather than playing, you know, a guy that's just going to Division 1. And some Division 1 players will like playing against top-tier players. I think, you know, having the ability to match a pro or something is good. But as a whole, I think most people don't enjoy their gaming experience when they get battered 6-0. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is the... Do you think then, like, they're trying to implement this fully? in order to avoid any self-relegating in total. Because if they do, you know, like you've said, like the, the, they've got the checkpoints there. Yeah. If they apply that to each uh, division, for example, so say you're in Division 2, and then, you know, that season ends, and then you get dropped to Division 3, right? Yeah. You can then, you know, you can if then Division 2 was too hard for you, you can then like make that decision to try and push to go back into division uh, two, or you stay in division three. So then you have that chance. So you maybe they will make every division that you can't be relegated. I don't, yeah, I don't know because that's one thing that I was thinking. Is like, so you've cut, you reach a checkpoint, right? So this checkpoint is that 
where everyone starts in division 10. So say if I fly through my divisions and I get to division four, division four is now my scaling period. That's where as a whole, I have a 50% win ratio. I'm not going up, but I'm not going down. What happens if you have a bad two weeks and you've forgotten how to play FIFA? You're going to constantly be stuck in division four and not get relegated to division five is the way I've interpreted it. So then if you aren't, say if you just forgot how to play, you're going to have a pretty miserable time doing that. So that's one thing that I'm a little bit, you know, do you have to wait for the season to reset for you to be put down a division and hope that that's where, you know, you lie? I, I think that's something, again, which probably could do with a little bit more clarification on EA's end to, to really explain that because, yes, it stops self-relegating, but there are people that have a good week or two, make their way up a division, and then they just forget how to play FIFA. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. they're, not that, they're not actually that player then. And it might then deter them to even want to turn the game on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so I think that is something that maybe could do with a little bit more information. I don't know if any of the listeners, you know, have understood that better than us. And, you know, we're not 100% with everything that we're saying here. So do take everything that we say with a pinch of salt. Because, like I said at the start, I do think this pitch notes that we got given, unfortunately, just wasn't explained good enough. You know, it all kind of seemed like it like a politician had wrote it really didn't really answer the true questions that we needed answering um but either way like we said you know it does seem like it's a a change which i think we are all all due one thing that i'm really looking forward to with rivals which is something that i've always spoken about and you know the podcast listeners of a regular will, will know that i'm looking forward to a proper ladder system in rivals and rivals looks like it's been the game mode for the more serious competitive rather than weekend league weekend league to me has always been good for rewards like you know to, to get that a good coin boost every week but it's not like you know the first 10 games 15 games for, for elite players it's walking the park most of the time and they're quite not that they're boring but they're not always the games that you want what is like playing against top tier players in rivals you know if that's the type of player that you are and you want to be that's what you're striving for and it seems like we uh you know rivals is kind of actually getting that now so i'm really kind of looking forward to that and well done to ea for hopefully trying to make a change the one thing that i would really like them to see do something about which i'm sure you can agree with and, and the listeners can as well is people that rubber band uh and you know kind of stop playing in the game but leave it so they don't get dc'd that's one thing that i find really frustrating yeah yeah absolutely right yeah and i don't know how they can i mean i'm more than happy like if you quit a game you don't get any points but maybe i don't know get rid of this dnf problem it, it's potential because, like, people only stay in rubber bands now because of the rivals' points. Yeah. It? Especially in the rivals' system. Because they, you know, we're all in, you know, you need to get those rivals' points. I don't think people care so much now. But definitely before, if they were getting battered, they'd just stop playing. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I just don't... For me, I mean, I, I, I obviously carry on playing. But, you know, it does... A lot of people just can't be bothered. But in that case, then they, they they probably does need to do something about it because it just ruins it, and it just it's it's boring, isn't it? Realistically, yeah, I think like I think one thing that obviously people you got the rival points, which hopefully yeah they fix that and it doesn't you know affect that this year, especially in like champs for example. You obviously have a DNF modifier, so the more times you quit, you lose coin like like you don't get any coins when you play a match. So like normally you earn about six hundred seven hundred coins per match. Say if you quit the next 10 games in a row, you have this like effect put onto your games where you would only earn like 200 coins and 300 coins and you have to play play more to kind of get it off. So obviously people are a little bit worried about that as well. Um, 
I don't. I think people, when they hear this as well, they they miss like they get it wrong. We're not saying people should be quitting games when they're getting battered. You know, when they're losing heavily. That's that's not it. We just want people to be playing the game for the whole length of the ninety minutes, don't you? Whether they are lo you know, if I'm playing someone in champs and I'm beating them nine nil. I'm not really that bothered. As long as they're playing properly, they're still trying to actually, you know, get the ball and play. There's nothing worse than being sat there on stream, you know, me going 3-0 up in 20 minutes, and then they just put the pad down, and I'm sat there like, well, you know, this is now just a waste of time for me. Um, or they're just trying to get their rival points in champs. So I do feel like that's something they need to fix, along with, like, getting a penalty when you're drawing and someone quitting, or, you know, you being up going in one-on-one -on -one in the 90th minute and someone dashboarding it, and kind of that sort of stuff. That is obviously... Very frustrating. It seems like EA are trying to do their best next year, you know, with like, and if you saw as well, they've removed the record from the main screen on Ultimate Team. So now you have to go into your stadium section to see your record. Even things like yeah, that, they, they seem to be, that. they seem to be trying to stop like toxic. I personally don't think of rec like people can have records and, you know, they might have more losses than wins. I don't really see it as that big of a deal, but it does seem like they're trying to stop this toxicity. So I think they've definitely need to try and do it a little bit more on the pitch with people quitting when you get a penalty and all that sort of stuff but well they well, they were supposed to be removed you can skip your opponent's celebration right but they have did they is that confirmed yeah so you would now have an option on by default you will see your opponent's celebrations next year same as what you do this year uh, but right. you can go into your settings and change it so that instead of seeing your opponent's celebration you will have a cutscene where you'll see like your players maybe having a go at each other or, you know, falling to the ground, like in disbelief that they've just conceded or throwing their arms up in the air. You can change to that instead. So right. if you prefer that rather than seeing your opponent doing some stupid dance to the cameraman, you know, you can go for that. Me personally, again, I don't think that's that big of a deal. Um, but I suppose one thing for me as, as a streamer, what I'll like is that now I can do my celebration without... You know, when people say celebrating is toxic and whatnot, I celebrate, you know, I'll do my default celebration because that gives me time to react to the chat, you know, answer some questions, that sort of thing. And at least I know the opponent probably has turned that setting off, so they're not going to get annoyed by me, you know, taking that time to celebrate. Yeah, you're not going to get the toxic messages of, yeah. you know, you apparently watching celebrations because, you know, they can choose to skip it or not. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, it kind of gets the argument there as well. Like people can then be like, well, you know, if you don't want to watch it, then don't, you know. Yeah, you yeah. have an option whether to watch it or not. I, I think, yeah, I think it's positive rather than negative for sure. Anyway, I think the only th thing from that as well, which I'd like to have the option of, is I'm actually not that bothered about celebrating. I'd rather be able to watch my replays more than my celebrations. Like sometimes you score a banger, but your opponent can skip your replay, so you don't get to watch it back. Like you used to be able yeah, to, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Like yeah. I had one the other week where I scored a uh, scorpion kick, and it was best goal I've scored all year. It was great. The opponent didn't actually skip it. Even he wanted to watch it back and be like, that was a goal and a half that was. So I was like, hey, thank you, mate. And that was like one of the first times this year that, you know, my opponent's not skipped a celebration. So uh, I skipped, skipped a replay, sorry. So you see, I'd like to see maybe a change on that. But again, maybe also, that's... Also maybe with penalty decisions as well, because, you know, like, um, obviously I do hope that that gets sorted a bit more last year but this year you get given penalties for absolutely nothing and you know sometimes you're sitting there and especially if you're streaming it and like you know you're, you're sitting there like how on earth is that a penalty but you'd like to just be able to maybe just watch that replay once over just to kind of clarify to yourself whether you've made that personal error or whether there actually is an error in the uh you know in the game itself yeah because because that can with some players, especially myself as well, I stay irritated. And like you know, you're constantly thinking, oh, if you know the AI didn't give away that that penalty for no reason, 
then you know maybe I wouldn't be losing or whatever. Like there is that is a mentality that you know people do have. So yeah. that could potentially you know solve that problem to a degree. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But as we said, uh, you know we're looking forward to twenty two and, and kind of the changes that we have you know kind of been given. Um, and just yeah, hopefully some more news comes out over what we're going to see. There are still icons to be announced as well. There will be some more icons added into FIFA 22, uh, but I, I don't know what the date is for that. But yeah, we just haven't been given that as of yet. So hopefully we will get that soon. Moving on to kind of FIFA 22 and obviously something that, you know, they don't talk about because we won't know until the game comes. Are you expecting much in terms of the menu content? Do you think there's some like they can replicate what they've done this year? Because I think the menu content as a whole... Most people have probably enjoyed the objectives. Some of the SBCs have been well-priced. Some have been a little bit too expensive. The only thing I think they could do better with is probably the icons and releasing them a bit earlier and getting people to grind for them a little you know, a little bit earlier than what we have now. Is there anything that you'd like to see them maybe do differently moving into 22? I do think I do think the menu content itself has probably been one of the biggest positives this year. Like I don't think that's... Uh... I don't think that's even arguable, really. I think they have done a very good job in terms of the menu content. Uh, definitely, I think you're right in saying that the icons could have been released a little bit early. Like, I think it's brilliant that they are giving us this. You know, at the moment, I mean, they just gave us Pele, Pele the other day, didn't they? Yeah. And I do think that is, that's great. But at the same time, um, it, it is maybe a little bit late. This icon swaps for, like, everything's really good again. And... You know, we're getting these uh, really good players and really, like, moments cacker for four tokens. Like, you've got the really good icon packs, attacker packs, everything like that. I do think the content is really, really good. But as you've said, is it just a little bit too late? Like, there was a little, there was kind of a gap after Team of the Season where the content, let's say, dried up a little bit. Yeah. And a lot of people moved, as well as streamers and sort of viewers alike, kind of moved off the game. Because they kind of thought that was, you know, the end of it. And once people kind of move off and go and do something else, it's very difficult to kind of bring them back. Now, with footies, I do, like we said, they've done a really, really good job in terms of the actual uh, the content itself. Is it a little bit too late? And then, you know, a lot of people say, you know, they're just bringing out this content to try and entice people to then to want to buy the new game, which I don't really see an issue with, to be honest. I, you know, if they want to give us good content, give us good content, that's fine. But I just it's maybe just a bit more of a um, consistency. Sometimes you know they give us all these promos and then they won't give us anything for two weeks, and yeah. then you know people do move away from the game. I don't know even a schedule of some description. You know, like you're going to have this promo then, and then people can sort of like plan mm. their content, you know, in advance. Because you know as well as a content creator, it's very difficult to sort of take time away from it because you want to constantly be you know improving yourself having things to do and stuff like that so maybe if you know if we got given a schedule of some description we can i don't know plan our time better actually give our you know plan a little bit of time off or something like that and then you can you know when there's going to be a promo you know when there's going to be this content and that i don't know what you think of sort of that yeah uh, i don't think they'd ever do that to be honest i think where he gets people hooked is that you know excitement isn't it uh and that fear of missing out like just dropping these promos and keeping you guessing whereas if they said right this is the next this is august's content plan you know this friday it's going to be icon swaps you know this day it's going to be this promo that promo whatever it is i feel like some people would look at it kind of face value and just be like, oh yeah i'm not gonna be interested in that come off it anyway but i like the idea i just don't think ea would ever kind of uh give us any sort of guideline on that but as you said you know they have done a uh, as a whole a pretty good job with the content this year 
we'd uh we'd just like to see them you know carry on with it really uh, and do do even better next year uh, and maybe bring a little bit more to the table that like, you know they talked about doing the player moments this year and they never really kind of came out with that we'd like to maybe see a bit of a revamped team of the week uh but other than that yeah i think i think they have done a fantastic job on the on the whole uh, in terms of content so hopefully that continues on 22 and maybe does even better so we can only uh touch wood for that fingers crossed for that yeah, yeah. definitely uh talking about icon swaps um you did uh some pack for this icon swaps for didn't you oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how did that go quite well yeah. well you know i thought i rushed it i got it out and uh well, there was a lot of debate on what was better out of the, um, there's a 94 plus, isn't there? 94 plus pack, which is just like icons. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a 93 plus attacker, which is one of five picks. Well, for me, I mean, you know how, you know, ridiculous my squad is. Like, I can only really improve my squad with like two or three players. And yeah, well, we did the icon pack and well, we got moments on nine. Moments are nine. I heard. Yeah, I, I heard EA reward chitters, so that probably sounds about right, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, if you if you listen to Colin, then that, you know, and that's what he thinks. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't quite agree, but... Well, well done on the R9. Uh, you'll have to uh, give us a review. Let him know how, let us know how he is when you do get some uh, games with him this weekend. It'd be good to see him in action. Um, as well, one thing that is coming over the next days day or two days i don't know by the time you this is out maybe it's already out i don't know it's the closed beta uh, so the closed beta will be dropping soon i was under the impression it was going to be next gen only but i heard a little birdie told me it was going to be on old gen as well so i'm not too sure on that side of things closed beta uh first of all how do you get it if you're a foot verified player which means you've hit 27 wins in weekend league you are guaranteed to get the beta uh and then everyone else it's just random so random accounts will get it uh the way you will get it is you'll receive an email from ea if you've got your marketed box ticked as yes they're allowed to email you then you know you have a chance to, to be selected for it uh and then you just put your code in on your xbox or playstation download it and then you load it up the beta normally tends to last two weeks so the first week you have to start from scratch you have no fifa points allowed on there it is just you know everyone runs an rtg um and then the once a week has passed they give everyone loads of coins or fifa points whatever it is i can't remember um and that's when you get to go and you know get these better players and, and use all the players and that sort of stuff so it's two weeks you get put on a forum where you can leave your feedback uh say any bugs that you found anything with the game any issues anything you'd like to see changed it is a closed beta which means you are not allowed to talk about it tweet about it post about it make videos about it nothing a streamer cannot answer questions about it a youtuber cannot make a video about it it is completely closed. Silence is the only place you can discuss it is in the EA forums on there. You can't even talk to your mom about it, believe it or not. So that's to answer uh, the questions with regards to the closed beta that we have been getting soon. Rocco, you were uh, hoping you get your hands on it? Well, I reckon my mum will be happy that, you know, she won't have to listen to anything about FIFA. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I didn't get it last year. Obviously, I only started playing FIFA in March, but yeah. I didn't get the beta for 21. Um, I actually don't know anyone that did. There was no one in my stream at the time that even got the beta for 21. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, like, I'd like to get it. and I'll, I'll, But it's just the fact that you can't produce any content on it for me. Like, I will, obviously, if I do get it, I'll spend a bit of time on it and stuff. But 
as a content creator that I want to be streaming, I want to be discussing it, and to be able to not be able to do that is kind of like more 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 difficult to bite your tongue than it is if you're just like a a viewer if you don't create content yourself. Yeah, it's uh it's a lot easier to bite your tongue, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to get it. I mean, I don't really want Vault or anything like that, but, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, so it is it is one of them. I found every time that I've had it, it's like last year, I'll be honest, I played it for the first day, and then I didn't really touch it after that. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah. It, it, I played it a little bit, but yeah, it's... it's So there is different betas. Some people will get Ultimate Team. Some people will get just kickoff. Some people will get kickoff and pro clubs. Some people will get everything. Um, you know, obviously it all depends. It, it, yeah, it can be a little bit boring and a little bit repetitive, really, especially because you know you've got to essentially start from the beginning. You know, you don't you don't have any points on there or anything. It, it can be a little bit dull and a little bit dry. But yeah, it, it's one of them. Like you said, as content creators, it is hard to play loads on it because you can't stream, you can't record it, that sort of thing. But as a casual, maybe it is something that you can uh, get your hands on and play a little bit. So hopefully, uh, we will have that. You know, as I said, in the next day or two. So what we're going to do now is move on to uh, a couple of questions and answers for Rocco and myself before we do finish up. Thank you for all sticking with us uh, this far. We have a question from Josh on Twitter. It says, at the minute, I play 15 to 20 rival games, Division 1, Rank 1, and my 30 games a chance. Usually get gold ones, really, 3. Do you think I'll have to play considerably more games in 22 to get similar rewards on a weekly seasonal basis or however the rewards are going to work? Thanks. I think that's something that we've kind of discussed, haven't we, Rocco, to explain that yeah. we just don't really know, to be honest with you, Josh. Um, you know, again, I don't think EA have shown us or told us what rewards are what, so we can only just wait till now. You know, EA say, for all we know, Division 1 and getting the seasonal things, you could be getting ultimate packs left, right, and centre. Like, we really, really just don't know. I, I doubt it, but we don't know. So, unfortunately, buddy, we'll have to kind of, you know, so we can't really answer that. Um, all I'm going to say is that by the looks of it, it looks like the people that play the game, grind the game, uh, you know, but actually play the video game, are going to get rewarded. Do you think, that's, do you think that looks right? Way. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see, really, Josh. But thank you for the question, as always. Greatly appreciated. Jay Rider Gaming, our guest on the podcast last week, did ask, how does Mr. Rocco have the time to keep that beautiful head of hair in great shape all the time after making so many picks and packs? <laughs> well, I, to be honest, it's, it's uh, L'Oreal, mate, is the one, you know. Yeah. It's, no, I actually have no idea. You know, it's just why do you think I wear a hat, Josh? I'm in the mud, mate. Mm. This game saved my life a long time ago. Yeah, that's. I know. I feel that way as well. We've only been around for about a year or two, me and you as well. So, can you imagine another three years of it? Oh, to be honest with you, like, I mean, obviously, we met a few content creators that've been doing it a very long time, didn't we? <laughs> like, you know. They've, some of them still got such a positive mentality after doing it for such a while. Like people don't realise how much time and effort you actually have to put into content creation, and that is uh, across different ways. You know, whether you do it as a um, a pack streamer, you're spending hours creating packs, or if you, especially if you do other platforms like YouTube, you're spending your time off stream that everyone thinks, oh, he just streams four hours a day and then does nothing. Like you're spending, you know, two hours recording a video and then time and then two hours editing a video and then you're doing your tiktok on the side you're posting on twitter you're also trying to catch up in other streams as well to you know support other people that are on the platform it's it's a very difficult process yeah i mean let's let's be honest i mean i've worked full-time since i was 18 i went straight into accounts 
and this is the hardest job I've ever had. Mm. And I, I worked full time for years. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot more hours, and it, it's a lot. Of, it's very mentally draining as well. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I do feel that. Um, we do have a question uh, from the Bit Life Ideas guy. He says no squad battle news. We we haven't been given any squad battle news, so we can only assume that squad battles is staying the same. Uh, no change on that. Obviously, squad battles got introduced on FIFA eighteen or nineteen, if I remember correctly. Can't remember one of them. Um, not something that you know I play or touch, to be honest with you, buddy. So there isn't any news on that. So all you can do is take it as it is the same and will remain the same on there. And obviously, if anyone is listening, squad battles is a good little way to start the game really to get some to get some easy coins into your club uh, especially if rewards are instant when you hit, hit that next rank i actually think you might see a couple more people playing squad battles on fifa 22 so we'll, we'll wait and see for that uh ds fifa has asked rocco how much of a lightweight is flair <laughs> I, I, I did see this question i liked it i put laughing faces um Oh, I, I don't want to throw Flair under the bus. I, I don't really want to have this conversation. Let's just say, you know, he doesn't handle his drink as well as others. Is that fair? Fair mm. way to say it? Well, seeing as uh, we went out on when we played this charity match on Sunday, we went out for a few few bevies in London and uh, went back to the hotel. A few bevies there, just chilling, really, you know, having a good time. Uh, I will pre-warn here. I'm going to make a noise in a second, which if you don't like this idea of sick and whatnot, you might want to mute it for the next 30 seconds. Flair, we were sat in the hotel room, three o'clock in the morning, all talking, having a chill. Next thing you know, all you hear is from Flair's room. And it went on for 20 minutes or so, didn't it, Rocco? It was... And then he ended up passing out in there, didn't he? Yeah, he ended up uh, passing out. Rocco had to go and get him and wake him up and take him up to his bedroom. <laughs> so yeah he is he is a little bit of a lightweight Sp uh, sparks is also asked who is one of the analyst academy users um asking what happened to his hair the fraud you get a lot of questions about your hair well it's because i wear a cap you know i've, I've honestly got an absolutely wonderful head of hair in my personal opinion um yeah it's probably just because i wear a cap all the time mm. it's just stress you know long years of stress stress of dealing with all these people uh online that's what it is isn't it Indeed, mate. Honestly, before I started streaming, I had like an afro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I feel, feel that way as well for you. So, but those are all the uh, questions and answers as well. Obviously, thank you to everyone that did ask a question. If you want your questions answered uh, on any future episodes of the podcast, Twitter is the place to be uh, at the FIFA analyst. Uh, obviously, I just tweet out our guests, whoever it may be, and you can uh, come and tune in and ask your questions on there. So before we end it, Mr. Rocco, we do always ask this question. You probably know what's coming now. Um, do you put egg on a burger? Egg on a burger? Yeah. What, like, if I make it? Well, if, you, if, if you're at a burger restaurant, you know, you're looking at your burgers, you see bacon, egg, burger, do you put egg on it? I, I wouldn't... No, I wouldn't generally have egg on a burger. No, I, I, the only time I would have egg on a burger is sometimes you, if you go to the, if you're at, I can't even think of an example. If you're at like a festival or something, you have those burger vans that it, it does actually taste quite nice in that situation as well. Mm. And mm. it's got to be cooked medium rare as well. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no medium rare burgers in this podcast. Say that for sure. I'm, I'm really trying to push for a burger sponsor, as you can tell. So. <laughs> 
anyone is listening. We went to Gourmet Burger Kitchen the other day, didn't we, Rocco? Banging, banging burger it was. It was, it was good. It was really nice. Yeah, you got a lot of chips, didn't you? <laughs> Those fries were skinny. I got some skinny fries. <laughs> Let's just say they they were yeah they, they they were skinny. I didn't expect them as skinny as they were. And there must have been about a thousand of them. So I didn't end up eating uh didn't end up eating all of them. But yeah, it's uh we'll, we'll end it on that note anyhow. So thank you for coming on, Rocco. As uh, as I said, anyone uh, that wants to go and drop him a follow on all of his socials, please do. You can find the links on whatever podcast site you are listening on. Rocco, thank you very much for coming on. Do appreciate it. You enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, and thank you to all the listeners as well. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you.